Hello, and welcome to The Good Night Show. I am your host, Daniel Van Kirk. It is Wednesday, July 8th, around 12 a.m. Rochelle, Illinois time, and I am glad that you are here. As always, I am joined by my producer and my friend, Mr. Noah Eberhardt. Noah, good night to you. Good night to you, Daniel. Uh, we mentioned this a little bit before, but I want to do it on air. You have some other projects that you are working on. Do you want to tell anybody about any of those or plug them or just give them an update on I don't know, what Noah's doing? Sure. Yeah, we talked about the awardist a little bit. Um, I also have coming up a podcast called TE1 with Greg Olson that kind of does a deep dive into the tight end position with some of the is it about his life or is it it about the history of the position it's it's both um he talks to mike uh, tight ends going back from mike dicka all the way till now with stories of their lives stories of his life tony gonzalez Um, tony gonzalez is in there uh travis kelsey shannon sharp uh our buddy brendan is also producing and editing on it so it's a lot of fun and uh, and Peter Moses, who I know is a, a friend of yours and mine as well. That's great, man. So is that dropping now? Can people check that out? That's coming later this summer. I'll let you know as soon as we have a date for it, but probably in August. And it's called Interviews from the Seventh Floor? <laughs> it's called TE1. Oh, we don't talk about okay. the Seventh Floor stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend anybody who loves Greg Olson as much as I do. And, you know, don't his playing field stuff amazing all the teams he's been on he's just made them better and and as well as other people's lives all the stuff that he has done um in the community and i know that that uh he has a child with um some like special needs and i i mean that because that is a special child that has needs and uh he does a lot of that work as well but don't sleep on his music because it might be the best thing he's ever done and that's, I can't speak to it. I haven't listened to it, but I'll, I'll trust you on that. No, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job because you do it great. But <laughs> if you ever get married and you don't play some G-Reg at your wedding, I would say like entrance music, maybe even the ceremony. You should just think about it. That's all I'm saying is think about it. I, I'll think about it. Those jokes are just for me. Hey, if you have something you're thinking about and you want to be a part of this show, you can. You can send me positive stories. You can send me recommendations for things to be entertained by, like television and books and movies and podcasts and music. You can also do what we're doing today. You can send me a sex and relationship advice question. It's a judge-free zone, literally. You, it could be about, I don't want bangs. My girlfriend keeps telling me to cut my hair into bangs. And I'll be like, well, we're going to have a bang talk then. And then I will tell, I will tell you that if, if, you know, if you're a guy, maybe there's a guy telling somebody to get bangs. <sighs> Mustaches are the bangs of men. So I could have thoughts and it doesn't have to be sexual, but all you have to do, if you want to get into it on any level is text me or leave me a voicemail at 609-955. That's 609 609- Six four 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 eight five five, or email me thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. I shouldn't have to say this, but I will because maybe it'll make someone out there feel a little bit better. Certainly, when it comes to sex and relationship advice questions, no one will ever know who you are. I don't care. I just care about talking to you. Also, Thursday, July 16th, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Rochelle time. 
I will be headlining the Nowhere Comedy Club. If you want tickets, they're only 15 bucks. That's it. That's one ticket. It's almost like a pass. Like, hey, this I want to buy a pass for this computer and then mirror it up on my television. Do it because whoever you have in the room, that's comped. You're just buying a pass. So if you want a pass to view the show with you and however many people, it's only $15. You can get tickets at NowhereComedyClub.com. You can also get tickets at DanielVanKirk.com. I'm doing a ton of new material. Alex Kuhlman is opening up the show. She is phenomenal. She's worth a ticket herself. I'm just gravy. Or maybe she's mashed potatoes and gravy, and I'm like the okay roll. Either way, she's worth it. I think I'm worth it. I hope you're worth it and you hang out with me. There's also a meet and greet you can do afterwards, too. It's all in that information there. NowhereComedyClub.com or uh, what is it called? DanielVanKirk.com. I just spaced on my own thing. That's okay. All right. Let's dig into this show. We have a text from the 303 area code. Hey, Dan. Love the podcast. Love DPT. Great. Okay. So I'm a 36-year-old woman. I met my first serious boyfriend when I was 17, and we ended up getting married, never broke up or cheated, and it's going to be our 19th anniversary next month. All right. Well, no. Over a year ago, I started working with a girl who was 29, and we had an instant connection. Inseparable friendship turned into cheating, even though we both considered ourselves straight, and it got to the point where we were telling each other we loved each other. Then I found out that she was also sleeping with my husband. Stop. I found out that she was also sleeping with my husband as well for the last two months. She's ended things with my husband, and my husband and I are getting a divorce. But she claims she still wants to be with me and that her confusion and that her confusion about her turned to cheating with him because he was the only other person she could talk to about me. Should I run for the hills? I can't help it, but I still love her. Thanks. Keep up the hilarious, positive, comforting content. Okay. Let's take a break. I'm probably going to reread this when we come back. I'm going to definitely read it during the break. And then we'll... We'll start unpacking this moving truck. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a way to let everyone know that you're serious about social distancing, staying safe, and being smart, but you want to look good at the same time? Check out Real Day Design. They have a variety of shirt styles that look and feel great while also sending the message that you care about your health and you care about the people around you. Choose from a short sleeve or long sleeve tee, crew neck sweatshirt, or even a football jersey style t-shirt. Any option is perfect for looking good and feeling comfortable in your own home or on a walk. But letting people know you are part of the social distancing club doesn't just have to be worn. You can show everyone in your Zoom meeting where your priorities lie with a social distancing club coffee mug. So quarantine, but make it fashion by visiting Real Day Design online at bonfire.com slash store slash real hyphen day hyphen design hyphen co. Again, that's Real Day Design online. Just go to bonfire.com and search for Real Day Design.
All right, thanks for sticking with us. Um, this letter has a lot to it, Noah. I'm going to read it one more time. Yeah. I'll skim it. I'm a woman. First boyfriend when I was 17. Ended up getting married. Never broke up. Never cheated. 19th anniversary is coming up. They're knocking on 20. Everything should be great. Well, first of all, uh, you're right. Oh, that's nice. Uh, that's nice assuming. That doesn't mean things are great. So don't worry about that. Over a year ago, I started working with a girl who's 29. So about seven years younger. Had an instant connection, inseparable friendship. They end up falling in love with each other. Let's just call it what it is. She cheats on her husband, falls in love. Then she finds out that the woman, the 29-year-old, has been also sleeping with her husband. And this has been going on for two months. The 29-year-old edited things with the husband. The husband and our writer, our listener, are getting a divorce. But the 29-year-old claims she still wants to be with our listener and that her confusion turned to cheating because the husband was the only person the 29-year-old could talk to about our listener. And then she says, this is the only question she has. <laughs> Should I run for the hills? I can't help it, but I still love her. Okay. Mm. <sighs> There's a couple different th ways to go here. You guys are getting a divorce. So my first, inc not inclination, but the, one of the first things I could say, none of these are in order of responsibility or possibility or should do blank. Uh, is did you and your husband maybe just need to have a big talk about like, are we in an, a polyamorous relationship? I think you were. You just didn't know it. Uh, all of you were. Um, one of you knew. Uh, she's 29. It's not you or your husband. Um, but then everybody has their reasons, right? So sometimes they're understandable. Sometimes they're make things excusable, but regardless of whether they're one of, or both of those things or neither, it's still like a reason. So you might've cheated on your husband and had sex with this woman and fallen in love with her because I believe that like I look at relationships like percentages like let's just say hypothetical with no like real backing for what I'm about to say that like any compatibility you have with a person over 82% you could marry spend the rest of your life with and be happy and Maybe somebody who's like a below 20%, you could you can't even stand to like be one-on-one -on -one or you know, maybe at a party it's fine that they're there. Maybe somebody like 21 to 45%, you could like flirt with or have like a one-off night with. And 45 to like 60%, you could you could date. And it would be fun. You guys would date and have a good time. It might maybe it lasts a year, maybe it doesn't. And then like 61 to 81%, you could have a real, real strong relationship with that person where there is a lot to love there and, and, and things are really good. And maybe you kind of like that 
low 60 percentage feels like it could be more maybe you try and force it or maybe that that low 80 percentage you say this is good enough but you could have a good relationship and maybe it just never fully kind of gets there all the way and then like 82 percent and above you could you could be happily married not that you wouldn't have your issues but you could spend the rest of your life with that person now within that there's bound to be some people that are 94 86 so Maybe you and this woman are an above 82. And maybe for almost 20 years of your life, you and your husband were as well. So you met someone that's an above 82. But you also have to understand that you cannot help the way you feel, but you can help the way you act. You help what you do, even if you feel like you can't. That's where therapy comes in, where you learn tools to present, prevent yourself from being in situations where you can't handle what you should do here. So you met this woman. It was undeniable. You let it compromise your marriage. And it seems like maybe you cheated because you had real genuine feelings. But due to the fact that you're getting a divorce... Your husband might have cheated on you with the same person, uh, complicated enough as it is, for completely different reasons. So that's where the divorce comes in. Here's the problem, though. Why did she engage in relationships with the two of you? Because it's going to have to go both ways. So you could say, yes, it was wrong what happened, but I I really love her. I believe you. And he could say, I cheated on you with her because I'm looking for something else and it felt like she had it or I wanted to sabotage our marriage, whatever the reason is. But why did she do both? Now, some people love easily. Some people don't put as much weight onto any sort of sexual act. And that's all fine and good. You just need to be on the same page as the person you're doing this with. So that's what she was like. Well, I had sex with you because I love you. I had sex with him because I was attracted to him. That might seem weird to a lot of people. Like I said, it doesn't have to justify the way you act, but it might still be the reason that you did it. It doesn't mean it's necessarily okay. It doesn't mean it's necessarily bad either. So here's what I think. Should you run for the hills? Not that I'm done with any of the other stuff we have going on here. Um, yeah. But I think that that's a like inflammatory way of saying, should I do what is probably the healthiest thing? Like that's kind of like a dramatic way of, so should I just say she's dead to me? Like, no, you, you can part ways with somebody. Like sometimes you spend your whole line your whole time in line at a water park with someone. You have a great interaction, but we both know when we get to the end of this slide, not going to see you again. Maybe I will picking up like, you know, some, uh, some like before midnight's about right. Huh? Or before, before sunrise. That's what that movie is about. Right. Probably. The ride was probably called sunrise. Um, but before you get some dipping dots, you know, maybe you'll see him again over there, but you'll kind of nod like, Hey, I remember from the, from the slide. Yeah. How are you? And you kind of have a positive feeling, but you don't need to like, you don't need to have hated each other to go your separate. You can think of each other positively out there in the world. Maybe you run into each other again someday. Maybe you don't, 
Maybe it's a hello. I mean, have you seen La La Land, Noah? No, I haven't. <sighs> Get off of this. I don't even... Noah, you've ruined this conversation. Watch it for me. Okay, I'll watch it. I'm giving you a little bit of the business, but it is very, very good, in my opinion. Um, so, run for the hills? No. Here's what I think. I don't deny you had real feelings for this woman. I don't um, believe that it had nothing to do with your own marriage. I think that that had something to do with it because here's the deal. You've spent almost two decades in this marriage being this person's person. And I would say that if you and this woman are meant to be, and you really love each other, you could probably go, a minimum of three months apart. And that would probably be very good for you. So run for the hills? No. Maybe say to this woman, hey, even if you and I were to continue a relationship, we would have to start this in therapy because you cheated on me with my husband. Immediately. Like that's the first... Like that happened immediately. Right. So here's the other thing. You know what happens to us as humans when someone dies for overwhelmingly, for the most part, we get over it. No matter how important that person was to us, eventually we carry on with our life. That doesn't mean that once a year or five times a year, we don't have a day or a night where we're just struck by the loss of that person, whether it was a child or a brother or a a grandmother, but we get on with our life. We heal. If we couldn't heal, we would all die when our parents die because how the hell, what do we do now? But we all heal from it. So no matter how destined, let's say you and this woman were a 97% on my little the you know big theory on on compatibility. Yeah, the rotten tomatoes of compatibility. Sure. I'd call it fresh tomatoes. But mm. even if you were you'd get over it. Like you'd be okay. I'm not saying it wouldn't hurt for a long time. But you have a lot of other things to deal with as well. So tell yourself, give yourself permission of two things. I can't, I'm going to deal with this divorce. I'm going to deal with my marriage ending. I'm going to deal with who I am in the wake of this happening. Cause in and of that self, that'll, that changes people, but who I am when I'm no longer, my ship isn't tied to this ship as it has been for almost two decades. Give yourself the freedom to just walk through that waterfall. Okay. And then Also give yourself the freedom to say, you and I should take some time apart. And if this is going to work, we'll find each other again. And if we don't find each other again, I'm going to be okay. And so are you. I will be a different person because I haven't even realized all the ways in which I'm different than what I think of myself right now or what I'm going to be after this divorce is done. 
but you, but I would say, give yourself that freedom. So when you say, should I run for the Hills? No, that to me is not the right wording. Should I deal with this stuff independently and regroup who I am, how I feel and what I want in my life? Yes. And you say, I can't help it. I still love her. Great. Keep loving her. That's okay. We don't, you don't have to force yourself to stop loving somebody. That's almost ridiculous. But allow yourself to experience some more life and see what comes of that. It might be with this person. I will tell you just on a personal, I've always said I will answer this as your friend. Right now, pretending I actually am your friend is Daniel Van Kirk. I believe every single thing that you felt, but this ain't the person for it because it's already too much. It's all, like, it's just too much. You got a divorce to deal with. You don't need to be remending a relationship with someone who cheated on you with the person whose relationship you're currently trying to take apart and detach from. It's just too much. Just too much. Now, in the great movie, The Fox and the Hound, Todd tells the owl, Copper and I are going to be friends forever. And she says, well, forever is a long, long time. And time has a way of changing things. So time can change for the better, for the worse. You might be a different person in a year. Hopefully she's a different person in a year who wouldn't make this sort of decision that she made with your soon-to-be ex-husband. And you guys go, I'm a lot healthier. I am too. I still think I'm in love with who you are at your best. And that person, that's how I feel. And then you go get a cold brew. But allow the freedom for that to happen. You don't need to run for the hills. You just kind of need to go your own way for a bit and let them go their own way. And you don't have to be mean. You don't be like, you need to get therapy and all this. You say, hey, I feel like we are amazing together, but I have issues that I have to deal with on my end. And I feel, and it, and it rubs me the wrong way that you, you know, I get that he was the only person who could talk to you, but that kind of seems to me that you blur the lines between an, uh, an emotional connection with someone and a physical connection. And some would say that's okay. I'm just saying that obviously worked out very poorly for us and it, it's not going to work out well for me. I am in love with you, but I'm also in love with myself and I need to go find out who myself is for a little bit and deal with those things. And if they go, well, can I call you in six months? Say, sure. Shoot me an email or a text or a call in six months. Maybe we'll get a cup of coffee. And if this was meant to be, it'll work out. But for the time being, you got a lot of other working out to do. Okay? There, I told you as your friend. I am not a professional, but I care. Tonight's episode of The Good Night Show was produced by Noah Eberhardt. It was engineered and mixed by Brendan Lynch-Solomon with production assistance from Ben Zyper and Lissa Rubin. The theme music was composed by Chad Bouchard, and the artwork was created by C.M. Dugan. Check out more of his work at cmdugan.com. And hey, if you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content just like this. Yeah, Patreon uh, subscribers 
get Backpage almost every week, at least like three times a month apart from the regular feed. If you want that, go to patreon.com slash the goodnight show. There you can sign up for the goodnight show weekend edition as well as exclusive weekly episodes of some of our favorite topics. Plus, you can get a super cut of this entire week's worth of shows as well as access to the Hindsight Podcast. There are three Patreon tiers available and the most expensive one is less than 10 bucks a month. We're not part of any network, which means all proceeds go directly to the costs and people that keep this show on the air. You can also support us by rating, reviewing, and subscribing on iTunes. And really, it matters. Just tell everyone you know about this little show. Thank you again for listening. I'm Daniel Van Kirk. And remember, no man is a failure who has friends. Good night.